Let's do it. That's good afternoon, everyone. This is uh, Howard Sapp with Now You Know, and we thank you guys for joining us today. Um, we're here to talk about a few things, but, you know, we want to make sure that we get everything kicked off right, you know, so we want to make sure that you guys are, first of all, having a great day, you know, good, you know, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever part of your day is where you guys are listening. Thank you so much for listening, and we greatly appreciate your support. We greatly appreciate, you know, you just listening and coming on and just, you know, finding out what's going on you know, and, and what's happening around in, in our uh, neck of the woods and our neighborhoods and for our state of Florida. So we want to make sure that everything is going well. You know, there is so much going on. And, you know, I have, you know, with me, my, my, my cohort, my, my, my partner in crime, you know, Dr. Cindy Banye, certainly uh, thank her. And Dr. Cindy Banye, give everybody a shout out. Hey, hello. Thanks for having me on here with you, Howard. And yes. it's always an exciting day in Florida. It is. <laughs> yeah, to say the least, it, it is always an exciting day. It's always something going on, you know, so that's that's good. And, and um, you know, just to get, you know, kind of kick things off. And I know it's not just Florida, but um, of course, this is, you know, in the national news because we always want to keep uh, keep current. You know, so what do you think about the indictments? You know, with, um, you know, certainly we, we look at it and everybody is, you know, talking about, you know, the indictments and then, you know, Donald Trump and, and getting ready to have the debates with the Republican Party, getting ready to have their debates of presidential candidates, you know, and, and, and I kind of figured, you know, that that um, Donald Trump was not going to be there. You know, I mean, I mean, pretty much the handwriting was pretty much on the wall, but um, the indictments coming down was um, something. So, um, you know, so I mean, I have my opinion and, I, and I'll share my opinion. But what, what, what do you think as far as the indictments are concerned? I'm just about over the Donald Trump clown show. I'll tell you that. Right? <laughs> I, you know, it's so it's it's so much. It's so much. The the indictments coming out of Georgia with the Rico and the 18 co-conspirators, 30 unnamed co-conspirators mm-hmm. in an attempt to overthrow the election and rob the people of Georgia of their votes. I mean, right. it's so there's part of me that's like good, you know, this guy who's running a criminal enterprise is going mm-hmm. to be held accountable and we've been wanting for him to be held accountable for a long time for a long time but the other part of me then is extremely sad and worried about our democracy right mm-hmm. donald trump and his cronies have done so much to roll back the trust in our institutions and just the belief in democracy and yes. I think it's really important that the justice be served in all 91 of Donald Trump's indictments. Everything from stealing national secrets to uh, running fake charities to, you know, to <laughs> trying to bully people into finding more votes, right? I know, so, right? Yes, yes. That's what we're going to need to keep this country going. So Yes, and I know, and it's crazy um, because I, I look at, you know, that and look at even with some of the um, some of the comments and the defense, you know, that Donald Trump and his lawyers would have, you know, and in just listening to some of the comments and were saying, well, yeah, well, you know, and as it relates to January 6th, as it relates to, like you say, the documentation, you know, and all of the things that he uh, had been doing, but specifically these, um, you know, for January 6th and, and um, but trying to pretty much kind of um, like I said, still, you know, or, you know, him kind of saying that this election was stolen from him, but basically him trying to do exactly what he said was actually done to him. 
but the, the lawyer is saying, well, you know, he, some of the things that he had said in reference January 6th, you know, it's like a freedom of speech, you know, he can say whatever, this, that, and the other thing. And it's, it's like, really, you know, but then going to Fulton County, you know, and, you know, him, the, the phone call he made, you know, all I need is, you know, this amount of votes. I need 11, what, 11,780 or whatever it is and that type of thing. And then I totally, totally agree with what you said as far as how our democracy is certainly being, you know, um, being challenged because he thinks that all of these things he can do. But then to me, and this is just me, one of the issues that I have with part of our judicial system and the way that things are, you can have people that are so blatant, you know, as a Donald Trump and then have a defense to say, well, but he is innocent. It's like, really? I mean, come on. Come, I mean, but this is our democracy and our democracy gives them the opportunity to do these things and, you know, have, quote unquote, you're, you're innocent until proven guilty. Dude, you proved yourself guilty a long time ago. So what is this all out in the open? There's no exactly. secret. There's no secret at all. So where so where is, you know, that that innocent piece? And that's what, you know, they, of course, have to say, you know, that it's an indictment and it's just, you know, at this point, you know, nothing has been, quote unquote, proven. But to me, I'm like, you know, this has been proved. This was proven when you picked up the phone and made the phone call. You know, and- yeah, and sent the tweets and organized it. And actually, that's what a lot of this is. And the difference between the Fulton County indictment, which is state law, because the mm-hmm. state runs the elections, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It runs the elections. So they get to determine the laws around that. And mm-hmm. even though it was related to the federal election, it was Georgia's own state election that was in question here. Right. Different than the Jack Smith indictments related to January 6th, because those were much more precise and specific mm-hmm. about a handful of things, specifically looking at the collaboration to obstruct the federal proceeding. So exactly. the case, the narrative that we're seeing here is that Donald Trump was intricately involved, knew he lost the race, and coordinated people around the country mm-hmm. to interfere with that. I know. And, and which, which is so crazy, you know, and just like you said, you know, and, and, and there's definitely, and one of the things that, you know, I, um, and, and I kind of figured that, you know, his lawyers would try and of course, like they say, you know, get the, um, um, the, the difference between the state and the federal, you know, those, um, uh, how, things are going to play out. Of course, he wants it to be played out in a federal court because then that kind of protects him to some degree, you know, and that's one of the things they're looking at. They're looking at, you know, some of that protection that, like you said, the state, you know, they are, um, you know, allowed to, you know, make sure, you know, that their process, their procedures and everything by a state code is taken care of and and not necessarily federal. And it's just crazy. And I know his lawyers are going to be pushing for that. And, but I'm so glad that, you know, the, um, um, you know, they're saying, look, you know, as everything goes forward, you cannot say a whole lot of anything, you know, because, you know, your, your boy, he'd be he'd be pushing. He'd be man. He, he'd be going crazy right now with social media, with some of the things that he say, um, the accusations and all that. And, and I just he really hate he had a protective order put against him. I know. Exactly. To try to stop him from using social media to mm-hmm. intimidate witnesses. He's going to turn himself into Fulton County Jail on Thursday. Right. Under a $200,000 bond. Mm-hmm. And they're going to treat him like any other person who is arrested. And so that will be very interesting 
as well. <laughs> yes, that, that, that will be interesting. I, I think it's going to be a lot different than um, his previous experiences as far as indictments and stuff is concerned. You know, but one of the things that, um, you know, I did uh, was reading and, and I, you know, certainly was questioning also was even yet his ability to be able to run. You know, and they mm -hmm. they've had that study. They've had the laws and I can't remember exactly. And I didn't write those down. But 14th you know, Amendment, Section right, 3. Right. Because because of the fact that, you know, he's he's basically negated himself, mm -hmm. you know, with the ability to be able to run for that particular office, you know, yep. but yet still they're moving forward. And, and and to me, you know, with all of the things that he's done with the indictments, with the issues, problems, legal, you know, and, you know, people can say whatever. But, you know, they can say innocent and proven guilty. But with all of these things, I think that he's really negated himself from even running for president of the United States. And I don't care whether Absolutely. he's a forerunner or whatever. I just think he's negated himself. And if they want to press that issue, which I don't think they will, but I don't know. that That's just my opinion. And you're not the only one. The Federalist Society, several people who are involved in the Federalist Society, which is an mm -hmm. organization of very conservative legal scholars, have put out a warning essentially saying Donald Trump is not is disqualified from the office of mm -hmm. president because of his participation in the insurrection because of the 14th amendment right and that was a pretty big deal um that was last week actually that we saw that but i want to say something speaking of guilty verdicts right uh -oh. <laughs> because for everybody that says all sorts of nonsense about Oh, they're innocent until proven guilty. Okay, great. But there's let's be clear about how many people have been proven guilty in relation to these these trials. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> already. Um, so we saw this week as well coming out the um or the end of last week that several members, high-ranking members of the Proud Boys, including Enrique Terrio, had their sentencing. So these men have already been indicted, arrested, mm -hmm. and gone through trial. And now have been convicted mm -hmm. of conspiracy. Exactly. They had a plan called the 1776 plan, the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers. Mm -hmm. And that was their plan to attack the U.S. Capitol, set off several bombs, and uh, occupy several buildings around Washington, D.C. Okay, that was actually the whole plan. Mm -hmm. And they didn't get it done. But we saw Enrique Terrio be sentenced to 33 years in prison. Mm -hmm. Several other of the high-ranking members of the Proud Boys were put at 30 years in, right, and right. more, okay? Mm -hmm. But here's something that's crazy that relates to us here in Southwest Florida. One of the lower-ranking <laughs> Proud Boys, oh, yes. Christopher Whirl, yes. um, he is from the uh, Hurricane Coast Proud Boys, Christopher Whirl mm -hmm. from the Hurricane Proud Boys, um, had been found... Uh, guilty he on i believe it was nine charges related to the january 6 attack was he was nine. the one that you might have seen in the january 6 committee videos bear spraying well, with bear spray, with the bear spray. officers mm -hmm. that's what he was there for and he was awaiting sentencing the department of justice was waiting uh, was recommending 14 years in prison for him mm -hmm. he's missing yeah your boy running he's on the run He's gone. Um, and that's kind of worrisome for us here in Southwest Florida, right? He mm -hmm. He's very um, well-known. I've had run-ins with him several times over the years. Okay. He's uh, very, um, shows up at like 
Alfie Oak's place, see the table down in for in Naples quite frequently. And even though he was supposed to be under house arrest, he went and joined in Collier County Commission meetings to talk about how unfair it was. And like he was being treated like a political prisoner. It's just absolutely ridiculous considering how much footage there is of him invading right. the Capitol and assaulting mm -hmm. police officers. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm a little bit worried about his disappearance because, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm wondering where he went and what is mm -hmm. going to happen. And if he's part of any organization that's like also trying to coordinate things right. as well. Mm -hmm. because right. I think we, I'm not sure if, <laughs> I don't know how many people are up on their white supremacist movements in Southwest Florida, <laughs> but we have quite a large number of folks yes, that's true. That uh, in true. this region, right, who um, are, a part of these conspiracy theories they you know michael flynn is up in sarasota he was mm -hmm. a big QAnon uh, proponent some people even say that he's the one behind it as a psyops right oh, wow. Wow. Um, I, I didn't hear that i didn't hear that one. Oh yeah and he's been majorly involved in funding um subversive candidates for both local elections and to take yes. over the parties but there's huge these these other groups the proud boy types they're they're still running around all over here know, in south I know, florida I know, I know. so i'm just a little bit like i i want people to know about it because i know it came out in the news he was supposed to be turned in uh for sentencing last friday and right, he's last friday. yeah yeah he's yeah your boy's on the run you know and my thing is it's it's and it, and it it doesn't amaze me and and we're going to move on from this because you know it is what it is but you know it amazed me that you know when you're with your group you know you have so much to say and you're the big bad wolf now but now when you're standing there alone now all of a sudden you know you're breaking camp you're running you know you're out you know so it's it's you know it amazes me how um i know that donald trump as well as uh, ron DeSantis, has always said you know well you know they're using the uh, judicial system you know as a weapon you know, the weaponization yeah, weapon, weapon, weaponizing, yeah, they're weaponizing you know the just uh, and and it's like really but you know how are you weaponizing something when you're going by the laws that you know the judicial, the judicial system uh states and and how can you weaponize that if this is the law this is the law if you broke the law you broke the law so how can anyone be weaponizing the law dude i'm just applying the law that's all i do that that's that's you know if, if i'm if i'm speeding if i'm going you know 50 and a 35 i'm speeding the police officer pulls me over how can i say he's weaponizing the law when i'm the one that broke the law yeah it's uh, just it's, a, it's just a political defense because all, the truth of the matter yeah. is is they did this out in the open it wasn't a secret they invaded the capitol it was on the news they were tweeting about their plans the kraken mm -hmm. They released the, I mean, this is like, this is what I think has been most bizarre is like, this has been so out in the open and people leading up to it were going, Hey, this is wildly illegal, right? wildly illegal. Mm -hmm. And they're going, well, we're going to do it anyway. What are you going to yeah, exactly, do? Exactly. And, <laughs> and, and that's the thing. And, and, that, and that's, that's a blatant disregard that, you know, I feel that a lot of them, you know, have, you know, specifically for the law itself, the United States, you know, just, you know, that blatant disregard, you know, and right. you know, to me, and that's what makes, you know, them, you know, that much more dangerous because it's just a blatant disregard and it shows you, you know, you don't respect the law. You don't respect the authority. You don't respect, you know, and they want to talk about, you know, the principles and everything that this country was founded upon and all of this dude, get out of my face with that craziness, you know, but you know, it is what it is, you know, but we're going to, like I said, we're going to move on, but yeah, uh, it's, it's, the, the Donald Trump, Trump show. Yeah. More, more, more to come on that, but 
And we certainly want to, um, um, you know, give our, our hearts and prayers goes out to, you know, the families and uh, people, those that are, you know, in Maui, you know, as well as in California, um, you know, with the tragedies and everything that has happened, you know, in those particular regions of our um, our country, you know, so we, we certainly lift you up, lift, uh, lift you up in our prayers, um, you know, and pray that, you know, things, you know, work out. I know you guys were praying for Florida when we had Hurricane Ian on last year, and we definitely, you know, respond in kind, you know, as far as our prayers going out to you. We know what you're going through. Uh, we know what it means when we're, uh, when you don't have water, when you don't have electricity, when you don't know, you know, what, you know, what's going to happen next. You know, we certainly are um, there, you know, for you and with you in our prayers and, and certainly we'll be supporting you, you know, financially and however else we can. So again, our prayers certainly go out to, to them, you know, but one of the things that, you know, I was really thinking of, and we've talked about it, you know, on in short order, but, you know, even as far as, you know, our, our climate and the way that things are changing as far as our climate is concerned and the way that things are happening, and, you know, just like in, in California, you know, you, they have not had, of course, the hurricanes, of course, on the West Coast for us is something that's very, very rare, you know, but because of, you know, a lot of the climate changes, you know, that's going on within, um, you know, our atmosphere today, you know, it's something that we really, really have to, you know, we have to, you know, take into consideration and take into an account. And, and, and we talk about, you know, the clean air. We talk about, you know, the gases that are released. We talk about the fertilizers that are being used. We talk about all of these things. But we have to make sure that, that everybody understands and people can say what they want to say, you know, but you look at, you know, the greenhouse gases and how it affects the atmosphere, you know, and how our atmosphere and our earth heats up. And now because of these things, you know, we, we, we have what we have. The, the, not necessarily the, the more frequent, um, like they say, and even as scientists, and I was listening to this one, um, um, you know, a couple of doctors and uh, people from um, MIT, this group, uh, they were talking about, you know, the, um, what, what we call a hurricane, but what they basically just says, um, you know, is not necessarily a hurricane, but I think they call it a uh, tropical um, cyclone. cyclone. Yeah. Um, but when they talk about these things, they're saying it's not going to be more frequent, but because of the heat in the atmosphere and how these things are developed, they're going to become worse they're going to become worse as, as far as its effect is concerned and then what do you get from that you know the the stronger winds you know the mm -hmm. storm surge which is basically right. a tsunami and those are the things that we're going to feel uh, the effect so it's not going to be more but the ones that hit are really going to do a lot of damage and and we have to make sure that you know even as you know a candidate and how we take care of you know you know the the, the piece of the country that we can respond to we have to make sure that people understand climate change is a big thing, you know, and that's something okay. I know that's something that you you've been, you know, talking about and you're, you know, definitely a proponent and supporter of. Um, get your opinion from that. Yeah, I was gonna say, so I'm actually on the I'm the communications chair for the Democratic Environmental Caucus for the state of Florida. So I work a lot with trying to help people understand what's going on, especially, you know, candidates and, and leaders. And what we're seeing with climate change. The climate change is increasing the severity and the likelihood of various types of extreme weather events. So that right. includes everything from a hurricane in the Pacific to the wildfires uh, across mm -hmm. the Northwest and all the way down into uh, Maui as well. And, and the hurricanes and flooding. Flooding is actually one of the biggest problems that we have right. because our infrastructure is so outdated in many places around the country that we just simply cannot take That's the water. True. That's true. And it's 
one of the reasons why in the most recent budget, the in Inflation Reduction Act that was proponent, uh, pushed by uh, Joe Biden, right? Mm -hmm. There were so many of these provisions and investment infrastructure in the inve the bipartisan investment or infrastructure plan, right? Because that's actually what's going to help save lives. At right, this exactly. Because we are experiencing these things. The science uh, scientists have a significant consensus around it, that these are happening. And what we need to do now as policymakers is protect people. Yes. And that means updating our infrastructure to make sure that the the rain management, the water management uh, doesn't cause flash flooding, that we have adequate systems to alert people to hurricanes and wildfires and things like that. Uh, so it's a huge part of it that and, and including vet investing in other green technologies to move us away from the fossil fuel industry, which is the major contributor to climate change. So right. we still have time to roll back like the deadline deadline is 2050 which is where it's like yeah this is like it, it, you know it's the point of no return is 2050 right. mm -hmm. but um we have to do a, a significant amount of work to reduce those greenhouse gases in order to roll back the worst possibilities of climate change mm -hmm. and that has to be done through policy management yeah, that definitely that, and, and and it has to be because you know, and because people, I know, and we talk about a lot of times you know, the the greenhouse gases, and and we talk about you know this this is what's happening, and and what people, um, certainly real quick, real real, real science science class, real quick, um, what people have to understand, what greenhouse gases does, is um, you know, and you have like I think three major three major uh, pieces, but what the greenhouse gases, what the gases do, the gases themselves basically traps the heat. Yep. You know, in the atmosphere, it does not let it go out of the atmosphere. So it traps the heat in the atmosphere. And as it traps the heat in the atmosphere, everything warms up. And when everything warms up, you have your large bodies of water. When when the water um, right. um, um, heats up, then you get the ev evaporation. And then the evaporation puts a lot of more moisture into the atmosphere. Um, you know, then with that moisture being in the atmosphere, if you get, you know, some, the, the, and it's going to have a lot more wind component that's going to be associated with that. Yeah. So when you have these things happening, and then a couple of other things, you that's when you get the the production of you know like they say and, and I don't want to get into like being um you know uh, one of the uh, you know forecast guys on the on the news but you get you know when you get your 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 lifting activity which is which is your heat you get your wind which is your circulation your moisture in the atmosphere these are the things that kind of drives our storms you know and then when you get these things our storms begin to build so as that as these greenhouse gases trap that heat that's the biggest piece that basically gets the ball rolling for how things are so you know we and so what's a, what's a greenhouse gas greenhouse gases come from a lot of different things but certainly things that we can protect or we can control is like the fertilizers that are being used you know those the, the, the nitrous oxide fertilizers and stuff like that they're being used and of course we have you know so many other things but uh i would encourage anyone, yeah, yeah the methane and the fluorinated pieces i would encourage anyone just do a little bit of research and a little bit of study and understand you know this is what is happening so when they talk about greenhouse gases when they talk about the climate change and when they talk about you know global warming this is what where it comes from the gases trap the heat so it's basically we're basically living in an oven you know so you, you're turning the oven on really? you close the door you know so that the heat begins and so you, you trap that heat you know think about um i think right now they have these fryers you know these air fryers 
that's what we look, that's what we're basically, you know, in the process of creating, you know, our, our, our earth is air frying ourselves, they're air frying ourselves. So, you know, those are things that I really want people to understand, you know, so we have to make sure that we put legislators in, in, in place that understands and be true and be honest with people, you know, and um, understanding that we have so much agriculture and, you know, the farms and those particular places that are utilizing a lot of fertilizers and stuff. And yes, we need, but we can be smarter in how we do things. And I think you kind of mentioned a little bit, you know, how we, um, you know, utilize um, and grow and these type of things as far as fertilizers and, and, and how we basically take care of our earth. So we want to make sure yeah. that we do that. And, and, and certainly this is where legislators can come in place and put things in place that's going to help us so that we won't, I think for, for basically our, our generation, you know, for us, anybody that's 40 and above, you know, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be. You know, we're not going to see much yeah. as far as change, but if we can at least put things in place that's going to help the next generations to come, you know, your, right. your, your, your kids, your grandkids, your great grandkids. And, you know, if we make sure that we do the things that we need to do, you know, for, uh, from, from just from a logical standpoint, from a humanistic yeah. standpoint, you know, and, you know, just from a common sense standpoint. So we'll make sure that we do that. So if anyone well, has any questions... I was going to say, one of the resources that I want to put and we'll put in the show notes as well, projectdrawdown.org okay. um, uh, is uh, a really amazing website. Um, and it will tell you the biggest contributors to climate change and then mm -hmm. offer some different solutions. And if you, you see the magnitude of it, of course, there are things that individually we can do to help. Okay. Right, exactly. That is, you know, being smart consumers, switching as much of our household electronics and cars and things like that to low energy, low emissions mm -hmm. and uh, plant-based uh, diets, right? Because mm -hmm. actually our beef is a huge, huge contributor to greenhouse gas through methane. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot, the biggest contributors are our industry, large industry. That's so exactly. that's the true. fossil fuel industry, it's also things like refrigeration. Mm -hmm. So you can also buy products from farmers markets or local markets because when we're shipping fruit from South America, that's a big contributor, yeah. both in terms of CO2 from the fossil fuels and the refrigeration. Yes. So check it out. I'll put it in there. Project Drawdown. Okay, it's that'd good, be great. good book. It's a good um, article, but or a good website, but it really, really demonstrates that it doesn't matter how much individually we do if we do not have big change and this is also right. talking about like how our electricity is produced right mm -hmm. that's something that the decision that you and i can't make exactly. right so there has to be some sort of connection with how policy goes and policy incentives mm -hmm. to make that change and and so you know it's it's we could take our personal responsibility but we should be able to rely on our leaders and our elected leaders to yes. make decisions to help keep us safe from climate change definitely definitely you know and that and that's one of the things that you know we that that's what we can control and, and like you say you know it's it's you know we can't control what we can't control but whatever we can control Let's make sure that we try and do that. And I know it's 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 not an easy thing. It's almost just like that um, every year, you know, New Year's, you know, people say, well, I'm going to, you know, set my New Year's resolution. I'm going to lose, you know, you know, 20 pounds or something like that, you know. So, you know, you, you go out and you initially start and, you know, 
you know, and you say you're going to do it by doing this or doing that or cutting back on this area, cutting back in that area. And however you do it is how you do it and how you set your plan is how you set your plan. But the biggest thing is to be consistent with whatever it is that you do. So the same thing is like if I'm uh, I know for me, I love French fries. You know, I, I'm, I'm a French fry guy, you know, but but I said, well, you know, I'm going to cut back on the French fries, you know, so that's something that I can do. And, you know, it can be a little difficult at times and stuff like that. But the same way with how we make those small changes, whatever it is, just be consistent in what we're doing. We can control what we can control. I'm not going to say that everybody's going to be perfect, but just like you say, let's be smart about how we utilize, how do we utilize our electricity and how we, you know, go forward in, in, in the things that we purchase and how we purchase those things. So again, you know, there was something I was going to say, Howard, that's going to break your heart. Uh oh. Because one of the things that individual people can do to reduce their climate footprint mm. is not fly so much. <laughs> actually, it's like every time you hop on a plane, even if you're like on a, a big jet and there's like mm. whatever, hundred people, right? it's like you took a hundred car trips. Mm -hmm. Right. So, <laughs> you know, think about that in your terms of your vacation, right? Maybe you're doing vacations instead. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 that, and that's, that's the thing. And, and that's why I know people say, well, I don't want to. But, you know, look, we, we, we have to be smart. We have to be smart about how we do things. And, um, you know, yes, it's going to be some sacrifice, but I think it'll be worth it in the end as we move forward. So. And we all, we all have to make sacrifices. Yeah. And I, that'll be a difficult one. So, you know, instead of taking three vacations, just take one, you know, there you, that, go. you, know, there, there you go. You know, so, but yeah, that, that, that's good. Um, but one of the things we do want to mention, uh, we're not going to be on here much longer, but one of the things we do want to mention um, coming up for our local area in the Fort Myers area um, this Saturday, um, they're having a march. Um, that's going to basically is, is, is in coordination with the national march that was on the March of Washington. Um, but they're going to have a, a march and we're going to meet down at the um, federal at courthouse. Yeah, yeah, the courthouse downtown. And I think it's at 11 o'clock on Saturday. That's uh, right. So we're going to, August yeah, so we're 26th. Going to do that. Right. August 26th. We're going to meet down and, and just encourage everyone to, if you can participate, certainly we invite you to. The NAACP is um, one of the ones that's sponsoring that and, and they're going to be going down and, and you'll have some speakers and uh, just, you know, at least, you know, just go out and, and, and fellowship and friendship with some people and kind of go from there. But additionally, um, on Thursday, you know, where uh, the state of Florida is still talking um, democratically, we're talking about taking back or turning Florida blue. Um, we're looking at uh, having our own um, chairman of the uh, uh, the pres uh, Democratic uh, well, Democratic Party for the state of Florida, uh, Nikki Freed, she'll be here on Thursday in Fort Myers um, at the Broadway Palm. So we certainly um, invite everyone to come there. I think you still have to register. So if you can register, go online and register. At least I think they have that on the uh, Democratic web website. So you're yep. that's available to we'll you. We'll put it in the notes too. Yeah, we'll put them in the notes. But that's going to be on Thursday at six o'clock. I mean, four o'clock, Thursday at four o'clock. Thursday at four o'clock at Broadway Palm. So you guys are welcome to that. So certainly get out and support. And we want, it, want you to support your local candidates, you know, and I'm just going to announce again here on Thursday, you know, I am running for, um, you know, District 78 for the State House of Florida. And I'll be doing my official kickoff this Thursday at six o'clock at uh, Southern Charm. So just just come through. And if you can come through to say hello and just talk to myself, Dr. Cindy Banyan, she'll be there. Uh, we'll right. be there to, you know, to talk and just, you know, have some fun and just to strategize and how we're going to um, make Fort Myers blue, you know, and kind of go from there. So we're certainly, certainly looking forward to seeing all of you guys again there. So it'll be Thursday, this Thursday coming up uh, at six o'clock 
at Southern Charm Bistro in Fort Myers. So you guys are welcome to come. Um, and it is a fundraiser, so I'm asking um, if you can, you know, certainly donate to the campaign because uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a full court press this year. So we're gonna make sure we move forward uh, again. Howard Sap for District 78 for Fort Myers area for the state of Florida's um, house seat. So. Um, I thank you guys for coming and Dr. Cindy Banye. Um, thank you guys for just being with us on today. We, we certainly appreciate all of your support. We appreciate, you know, if you have any comments, um, anyone certainly would like to be on the show, you know, certainly hit us up. We're certainly welcome, welcoming any of you. And we want to make sure that everybody understands that, you know, you know, you have a voice and we want to make sure that your voice is heard with, with whatever issues, problems, circumstances that you may be going through uh, locally with our state. We want to make sure that we tackle those things that we I think that we can get things done more so together than we can individually. So, mm. again, I am Howard Sapp with Now You Know and uh, Dr. Cindy Banye. Uh, can you tell people how they can support local media? Absolutely. So if you're interested in joining the show or have any questions or comments, you can feel free to email us at info at bigmouthmediafl.com. That's info at bigmouthmediafl.com. And if you love our show and want to give us some support, we have monthly subscriptions where you'll get all of our episodes emailed to you directly right after they're produced. So you can check out our plans and pricing page on the Big Mouth Media website at bigmouthmediafl.com. You can get a subscription to all of of our shows for just $19.99 a month or just this show for $4.99 a month. Either way, you're going to help us keep independent media alive here in Florida. And yes. thanks so much for joining us here on Big Mouth Media. And now you know with Howard Sapp, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.